Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? You want to flip this? Okay. I'll with you. Come on. Okay. Do you want to play rough? Okay. Say hello to my little friend. Do you want to do the end? welcome to Spears and Steinberg? I mean, fuck that. All right. We're in it. <laughs> this is the fire and the fury, goddammit. We're in it. Of course, you are Andy Steinberg. And I am goddamn Tony Montana. <laughs> <sighs> you want to tell them where we're at? Yeah, we are in Sacramento. We're in the middle of the sack. Yeah, the fucking sack, yeah. I would. I want to say all the regulars about what there is to do here, what there isn't, but let's just get the fuck to it. I'm in a foul mood, Andy. I'm half sad, half disappointed, half frustrated, and all fucking angry. Let me bring you up to speed on what's been happening. Now, by the time some of you hear this episode, of course, you won't know about it like I normally would promote it on Twitter. Because my account has been suspended for six days and 23 hours, which that's not the part that pisses me off because I've been suspended before. Uh, and usually when they suspend you, it's for like an hour uh, for, for an hour. It must have been serious because this is the first time I've been suspended for days. And I think I don't know what the protocol is, but I think the more and more they suspend you, this might be a sign letting me know that one more suspension, I might be permanent. So from this moment forward, I got to walk on fucking eggshells like I'm walking through a fucking minefield. Um, I've never been suspended this long. And I just wish that if I was going to be suspended this long, it would have been for something extremely fucking w- worthy of it. Um, but in any event, I would have normally promoted this like I always do the day it comes out, which would be, of course, Wednesday. But because I'm suspended, I won't be able to tweet about it until much later. Uh, and I'm still going to tweet about it. Um, but then that's why we had the opening of Scarface because this is, I'm under, I'm under siege, brother. Uh, this is the fire and the fury, baby. I'm going to, I'm going to tell y'all what happened. Um, but yeah, man, uh, all the black who is coming. They came for me, man. I'm talking pitchforks, and fucking torches. These black bitches is angry. Um, you know, I do this thing on Twitter from time to time where I'll take pictures of sexy broads, fat asses, big tits, dimes in the face, gorgeous bitches. And I present these what if scenarios. You've probably seen me do yeah. this. Fellas, if you was blah, 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 blah scenario and the only thing standing between you and the other choice is this bad bitch. What would you do? Um, so I did one this week, um, and I used a picture of this fat. And now, 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 let me before I say that, what I was accused of, I technically didn't do. But now that I'm pissed off, 
I'm, I'm, we fucking gloves off. I tweeted this picture of this fat, fucking disgusting whale of a bitch body. And I presented the scenario, and this bitch was in a bikini, basically, a bathing suit. And she was sitting on a bed, and I said, fellas, you got tickets to the NBA Finals, courtside seats. And the only thing standing between you and getting to that game is this chick sitting on your keys. What would you do? Now, at no point whatsoever did I mention this bitch's weight, right? It was just a picture of her. It's just a picture. I saw it. I saw it. Just a picture. But, of course, all the black hooers came at me for fat shaming, which I never mentioned the bitch's weight. Now, granted, when you see the picture, maybe it might have been implied because I said sitting on the keys. Yeah, but what if it was a hot chick sitting on the keys? Okay, I was about to get to that. I'm thinking, what if I said instead of sitting on the keys, because I'm, I'm trying to look at it from the other side. And I'm going, when you say sitting on, I know there have been jokes about fat motherfuckers sitting on and squashing shit. So maybe that might have been where people could have saw that. But I'm thinking, so what if I said instead of sitting on the keys, she had the keys in her hand? But again, I, I, I know that we, we live in this vaginal ass climate where everything is offensive. And then I thought about what you just said. I said, so, and I actually sent out another picture of a bad bitch minus the fat and the mistakes. And I said the same exact thing. And my thing was, whether it had been the fat bitch or the bad bitch, it was about the scenario, sex versus sports. Don't get mad at me because you saw the obvious, which was this bitch was a whale and your mind went there. That's what you, that your mind went there because you saw this big fat bitch, which was obvious and went, oh, he's fat shaming. I never motherfucking implied anything about this bitch's weight. And honestly, the picture itself, she is a large woman. It the stomach screaming, was, was the stomach was bigger than the titties. But she but it wasn't a bad picture. It was a well. It was. It but was a, it was. It was a tasteful picture. It <sighs> wasn't, she wasn't in a bad position. She wasn't looking like she had 100 rolls. <sighs> She was just a big, big woman. Okay. So I'm, even, I'm, I'm saying that if, if, if someone took what you said and you didn't put out a, a picture that was negative towards big women, that she was, if it was, if it was a modeling catalog and it right. was for big women, that would have been a tasteful picture in that, in that catalog. Right. And, that, and I, I hear you keep saying tasteful, but that is totally subjective. But it, it, the lighting was good. She was dressed well. <laughs> Her hair was done. She didn't look. She didn't look like a mess. Is what I'm saying. When she was an absolute mess. But 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 and I'm and, and even though we can both go back and forth, yeah. forth on this, let's not lose the, the, the sight of the main fact. I never once said anything about her physical appearance. But okay, and what I'm, I'm saying it now because I'm Tony now. Now you're you angry. fuck with me. You fucking with the best. Come on, you mighty Kong. I'm, that's my mentality. But now. what I'm saying is, you didn't find a picture of someone that was just a complete disaster, fat skin rolling all out of her clothes, right? Looking like just like like it was intended to be negative, right? That was a, that picture that you put up. That was definitely an interpretation picture. Okay. So, again, because all you motherfucking black hooers, if that's what you got from it, that's because that's where your mind led you. That's what they think. But you're getting mad at me for, 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 for what? Like, 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 there were so many women that were like, report this, report this. And I was like, what are you reporting? You know, it, you, 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 you screaming fire when there is no fire. Just because that's what you saw. You saw the motherfucking obvious, and that disturbed you, so now I'm the fucking bad guy. So it's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck all of you. You understand what I'm saying? Fuck, if, if middle fingers were bullets, I'd be shooting that goddamn gun that Tony shot. Fuck all of you. And, I, and, and you know, for all of you women talking about I'm shaming women and I'm being disrespectful of women, again, anybody that's ever seen my show live, Anybody that's ever really followed me on Twitter, I love the fuck out of women. I, I would be lost without you. I love you childbearing bitches. Dude, fuck you. The, the ones that really got where I was coming from got where I was coming from. And here's how stupid women are. All the women on there, because, you know, 
all women want to believe that did and like they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder what's one man's trash is another man's treasure okay fine but come on man all you women sitting over there going yes queen slay yes y'all so concerned about vanity over health how about looking at it like you know okay it's great that she feels comfortable in her own skin to to put it out there like that but sister girl let me let me pull you to the side applaud your your confidence but it's dangerous that it, that confidence is dangerous and listen this is coming from a nigga whose health needs to improve my damn self but just all this sisterhood pussy powers activate patrice o'neill that's his saying like get the fuck out of here so y'all putting vanity over health like if y'all really about sisterhood be real about the shit be concerned about that bitch's health and not the fact that she got a stomach midsection bigger than her titties it's like fuck y'all man okay but here's your picture right she took this picture she she has her hair done yeah she has makeup makeup on yeah she ain't putting this picture out there to say i'm disgusting right the women who found this disgusting they found her disgusting you didn't you just put the picture out you said she has keys under they did this they did this to themselves and here's the other thing i don't understand you guys can't pick and choose how social media works. Twitter is a platform where people say things and they put it out in the public knowing there's going to be feedback. Good and bad. Same thing with the pictures. If you willingly put a picture of yourself out there, you can't just go, oh, I want to only accept the positive feedback. You got to be willing to take the bad with the good. That's what it is. It's a public forum for people to have an opinion. It's a public forum for people to judge you. So let me get this straight. So if I had said, like the other black chicks, yes, queen, slay, yes. Girl, you look good. You go, girl. You rock that shit. All the bitches that were mad at me for saying the opposite would have been like what? Yay, bravo. Uh, yay. Y'all have been on my side. So it's okay for me to say the good shit as long as you're in agreement with it. That's okay. But I'm not allowed to say the opposite. You, you're allowed to put a picture or a quote on a public forum where people are allowed to respond. But let me get this straight. We're only allowed to respond positively. Negative responses are not allowed. Yes. Well, if that's the case, shut Twitter down then. See, the idea, though, of this free speech that everybody wants to talk about, uh, free speech only is protected when you're saying something negative because no one's going to stop you from saying things everybody wants to hear. They're only going to stop you from saying things that they don't want to hear. (laughs) So when people are talking about free speech and protecting our rights as, as, as citizens to have this speech that's free, they have to understand what they're asking for. They have to understand that they're asking for speech that they don't agree with to be spoken. I don't have to protect things that everybody wants to hear. Bunnies are cute. That's easy. I can say that. People's rights should not be infringed on. I can bunnies say that. are cute, but if I happen to like bunny in a stew... For the people that love bunnies, and you put the now bun- I'm an asshole. Yeah, because you put the bunny, you took a picture of a bunny, and you you saw it show it chopped up in a stew. Now people are upset with you because you ate a bunny. People don't understand what free speech actually means. It's not what you think that it means. It means you have to give everyone the equal right to say what you what whether it's fucked up or not. What they believe, we have the choice to not pay attention, not listen, to turn our heads to it, but. It's protected. And that right there. Uh, clearly not. No, but that right there. It's suspended for six days and 23 hours and counting. I, I can't even understand it because you didn't write anything negative on there. So if you didn't write anything negative, you didn't even exercise your speech. They couldn't handle what was in their own mind. And, That's what I'm saying. And they had to shut you down because their mind couldn't handle the picture. Their mind couldn't handle that picture and what you said about your keys. If it was a hot chick and she had her keys on it, 
then you would think that that was they're saying, well, then uh, maybe you're going to miss the game because it's a hot chick in a bathing suit that has. Right. But if it's a big chick, they decided that you said that you said they interpreted your that picture to say that you don't know how to get your keys because it's a big bitch. They made that choice. Maybe you you didn't you never told them what you what your feelings were about what, how to get those keys or what you would do to get those keys. They made that choice themselves. That's how fucked up women are in this thing right now. Right. And uh, I'm going to say women, and I know men have made the same mistakes and errors. But this listen, is I, listen and, and just so you know, I had a lot of dudes. Oh man, you lame for this, you bitch ass nigga. Yeah, delete this, man. Look at how you look. And again, that goes to. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, she's beautiful to some dude. Dude, dudes. I, I know that I know a dude that would love this chick right here, right here. That picture, the way you put it out, he would be sending her notes. And you know, look, man, that's the beauty. Of, that's the beauty of choice. We all have the the ability to choose what we like and what we don't. Now, again, it would have been different if I would have said, "Oh my God, look at this adjective, 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 adjective," and went hard in the paint. But I didn't do that. And for me, again, personally, that's not my speed. I, I, I don't like a fat, sloppy bitch. Now, again, once upon a time ago, when I was a lot heavier, I had my Lavelle Crawford body. And I'm not sitting here by no means of my Shamar Moore, but... Lavelle Crawford has lost a lot of weight, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I must be healthy. Right. I must have got called fat, ugly, fat, ugly niggas. A million times. And ladies, let, let me let me let me explain something to you. For the record. I'm a handsome nigga. Uh I just didn't have my makeup on in some of them pictures y'all chose to use. And I've explained why I have the dark circles around my, my eyes. It ain't for none of the reasons y'all keep thinking. It was a it was a fucking accident. I got hit by a car, head on, off on I was on a bicycle, my face slammed the windshield, I woke up in the hospital, and these are scars that never healed. So that's what that is. But let me explain something to you. Everything you guys said to me from fat, ugly nigga, what woman would want to fuck him to you pay for pussy, which I have do and will proudly. Because what y'all naive bitches seem to not understand is men always pay for pussy, whether it's indirectly or here's the money on the dresser. You paying for pussy unless you are a are a, are a woman. Who doesn't value herself in any way, you're gonna make a man work for it. Unless you just really don't value yourself and go, my pussy is not worth shit. So I'm gonna just give this to you with nothing in return. We live under the barter system. Hey man, supply and demand. If if a man values you or if you value yourself, you know, just what, what would they say? If you're good at something, never give it away for free. Exactly. If your pussy game is magnanimous, bitch, put a price tag on that motherfucker. And if and if and if and if your shit is all that, make a man court you. Right? Make a man. Women want to scream this independent, I am woman, hear me raw, shaka Khan shit all day. But deep down inside, a lot of these hoes is old school. They want the courtship. Take me out to dinner, pay for dinner, pay for drinks, take me out to a show a movie, a comedy club, a play, dancing, a club. And don't just do it one time. Do it a couple of times until I feel comfortable enough with you to give you some pussy. Now, and fellas, I think I may have said this on previous podcasts. You could do all that with a bitch and still not get no pussy. So now you've paid and you've come up with nothing. Now you're a simp. And first of all, if you don't have enough game to be able to sniff out your chances of being able to get some pussy within four hours of a meeting and you stick with that, well, then that's on you. Most times, like dudes like bitches know immediately in 10 minutes, hey, well, here's the difference. Women know in 10 minutes if she's going to give you some pussy. A man knows in 10 minutes if there's a relationship. We'll still take the pussy, bitch. That don't mean we want a relationship. You can be all. You can be the most disgusting, personality-ridden bitch on the planet. We'll still take the pussy, but we know in ten minutes if you wifey material. A woman will know in ten minutes if you're fuckable. 
So that being said, it's like, ladies, please, if your pussy is worth anything, you're going to make a motherfucker jump some hoops. And again, fellas, you still might not get the pussy even after all of that. But let's just say, okay, you are going to get it. She values herself. She makes you go through a process four, five, six dates before, and you eventually get it. Tally up all that money you've spent over six outings. Yes, you finally got the prize. You finally got the ass. Nigga, you paid for it, though. If you was cheap, Mr. Let's Go Dutch, good luck. You out? You ain't getting that ass. Or whether you directly go, bitch, here's $500. Suck my dick. Either way, you paying for it. And ladies, stop thinking somehow that me paying for it makes me what? A less of a guy that demoralizes me? The great Charlie Sheen. You don't pay the fuck. You pay him to leave. Like one chick tweet, tweeted me. Because oh, I said to her, I said, sweetheart, you got to understand something. She goes, uh, you pay for pussy. Them hoes don't You pay for pussy. Them hoes don't love you. Oh, word. <laughs> they don't love me. I've been doing comedy for 29 years successfully. I remember the first piece of pussy I got that was meaningful. This was right after I did my Deaf Comedy Jam. I'm 16 years old. We do the first kind of Def Jam tour. It's me, Bill Bellamy, Bernie Mac, Adele Givens, Reggie McFadden. We played Atlantic City. My mother let me go skip school and do this because she knew this was my dream. I fuck, I'm, I'm 17 years old, 16 going on 17. I fucked a woman that was 24. This bitch legally should be in jail. She came to the show in Atlantic City. Uh, I forget what place we did, what casino, what venue. That night, she, I got her back to my hotel room. Five o'clock in the morning, she sucked my dick and I fucked this bitch. From that moment forward, hand to God, if I'm lying, Lord, take me out. I haven't jacked my dick. I have been able to fuck hoes a lot of times, first night after the show for 29 years. Most times for free. At times I've paid because what I've learned is, bitch, I want you to get out. I want to catch the second half of Sports Center and dust off these wings while they're still warm. How the fuck do you dumb bitches think that's a loss for me? How do you think that's a loss for a man? Most times we want you to get the fuck out. And the only thing stopping us from being that vulgar is we don't want to be that vulgar. So you hoes need to stop it. That's like when a woman says to a dude, damn, motherfucker, you ain't shit. You came in five minutes. But I came. And you went. Win, win. Yo, dick lil. Like, that's another one. Ladies, you always attack the same shit, a nigga's dick. That's why your dick lil nigga on the breakup. Bitch, he was with me for eight years. You stayed with little dick for eight years? I came all eight years. You stayed unsatisfied for eight years. I win. I fucking win. Why do you think that's a loss for a man? It's not. You you know, you, you want to sit here and call me fat and ugly. Fat and ugly niggas fuck. Because while women have standards, they also make exceptions. Swagger, gift to gab, social skills. Looks is a bonus. But if you got all that other shit, you don't think Eddie Griffin fucks? That nigga, and I love Eddie with all due respect, nigga looks like a rat. Motherfucking Cat Williams looks like Ratatouille. You don't think Biggie got ass? The Notorious, he had faith. He fucked Lil' Kim before she turned into a Japanese animation cartoon character. Biggie had gift of gab, nigga had swag, nigga from New York, cross-eyed, fat, black, ashy, and nasty. Those are his words. You don't think he got pussy? Women found Sean Connery sexy. 60 years old, bald. 70. 70. Not the nigga from the 60s, Bond, James Bond. Sexy, debonair, slim, jet black hair. The old motherfucker. Untouchables. Untouchables. Tony Soprano. Fat, bald, 
Women found them niggas sexy because swag. Them niggas had confidence. W- w- women love confidence and swag. And like I said, I'm not motherfucking Denzel, but I ain't Jimmy Walker. But let's just go with that. Let's run with that. Fat and ugly. That has never stopped me from getting pussy because I have social skills and I'm confident slash arrogant and I'm funny than a motherfucker. And when all else fails, I'll give you cash. (laughs) I win. But but there's a new there's a new wind, I guess, in the air. And women are thinking differently than they used to think. But I also want to tell you that you have a you uh, that sixteen year old story. Mm-hmm. You could throw a Me Too hashtag on the end of that story, and you were you were uh, molested. Yeah, you were you were. I win. Yeah. Uh, but there is a new a, a new idea where women think of it differently. They ain't thinking about the same way. I don't know. I don't know how they're thinking of it, though. I don't. I don't. I don't get it a hundred percent because I don't understand. I, I think if we're going to rewrite all the rules, first of all, not all women are on the the same page right now. There's women that want uh, have a different idea of what a, fem- a feminist movement is, right. and there's some women who. I mean, there's just two. There's just it's broken up, and I don't even know where everybody fits into this. I wish I could talk on this a little bit more eloquently, but it is so confusing. To be out there, I'm happy that I'm in a relationship and I don't have to worry about this shit. I'm I'm happy I'm in one too. And for the record, let me say to all you women who also brought up my divorce situation with my wife Elisa and said shit like, uh, "Yeah, uh, that's why your your wife left you and took you for all your money and you had to buy the bitch to Escalade and." She's going to be riding around in that Escalade with her new nigga and her new uh, baby daddy to your kids, you deadbeat. Guess where that Escalade is right now? Back in my motherfucking driveway. I'm back with the bitch. All that money that she got, back in my account. Now, another nigga in the pic? No. Why you think that is? Because I'm so fucking fat and ugly. I got game, bitch. I slang mean dick. Let me tell you something, man. The cat don't stray too far from the house when daddy got premium cat food. I got, I got my bitch I, premium cat food, nigga. I'm talking about fresh salmon mixed in with the crunchy pieces. That's savory beef. <laughs> be in them cat commercials that gravy my shit don't come out of can my shit come in a gold bag <laughs> with fucking meat drippings my my wife my bitch is back with me so all you hoes that have yet to get a nigga guess what this nigga got his bitch back and if y'all want to talk about how smart you hoes are and I'm not about to shame my wife but you might be able to call her dumb. Well, she dumb for, nah, nah. That bitch got her somebody during Christmas. She got socks to keep her warm. You hoes is sitting over there patting your weaves and your dry scalps angry. Fuck you, whoas. Well, I can't defend everything you said because uh, everybody's going to have their own opinion. But I'm going to go back to the very beginning of this. There was nothing wrong with the picture you posted. Not at all. That woman, when she posted that picture, she found herself to be attractive. She put it out there. She had her makeup done. She had her hair done. She was wearing a nice outfit. And if you found her, if you found Aries' statement to be derogatory, that's because you shamed yourself. You thought what you saw, what was obvious, she was a big bitch. So you thought that that's what I was going for when I was going for a scenario about sex versus sports. It's just in this case, I didn't use the picture that I normally use, which would be a bad bitch. So if anything, you could say this is me trying to be an equal opportunist. Well, and actually, the comic's job is to put the twist on it, and you did it. There we go. And you guys you guys took it, and you ran with it in the wrong fucking direction. There you go. I don't even know how to... I, I can't believe... But did Twitter give you a reason why they suspended you? Did they actually say it was because of this post? Yeah. And did you have a, a, an opportunity to... Uh, Fight it? Yeah, defend nah, it? I'm not going to defend it. 
I'm not going to defend it. Twitter. I hope someone tells you about this at Twitter. So whoever does yeah, this, t- Twitter, to it. you know, whatever, man. Um, you know, and, 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 and you know, on some of the on some of the other shit, like you know, I love how you guys love throwing out the term "has been." I'm being called "has been" by a bunch of never was. <laughs> you know, you guys mentioned Vlad TV. Oh, so this, yeah, because the only thing he does now is Vlad TV. Vlad TV, and I, I don't know if it was you that asked me this question. How does he get? Yeah. I would love to know. Vlad TV gets some of the biggest names in music specifically, but also fucking sports, comedy, acting. That doesn't do interviews anywhere else. Anywhere else. His channel gets 1.5 million views a week. And I'm in good company. I'm up there with John Witherspoon, Nick Cannon, fucking Black Thought, motherfucking... uh, Mike Blackson, Bill Bellamy. I could go on and on and on and on and on. So that's your that's your angle? Is to make me seem like I'm somehow nothing because I'm surrounded by great company? Y'all motherfuckers, listen, man. Y'all need to get your dreams together. Focus on your dreams. Because when you say things like has been and fallen off, falling off, again, I know I might have said this on the podcast, but do you know how ridiculous that sounds? You have fallen off. To what? To what? Make close to two million a year doing stand-up. I travel the world. I'm in the 50% tax bracket. Falling off to what? Explain that to me. Make that make sense to me. You're not making 20 million. I said two million. I know, I said you're not making 20. Oh, I'm not making 20. That's how you're falling off. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's kill me. One dude said, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I know every time you see Jay Farrow on TV, you die a little bit inside. I'm like, nigga, pull my dick out your mouth. Take 10 seconds to catch your breath. Then switch over to your other hand and put Jay in your mouth. Why are you double fisting pump action, nigga? Like, are you serious? What, what, like, uh, and, and you're doing what? Like, come on, man. You, you, you know, say whatever you will about me. Here's the bottom line. I don't have a boss. I don't punch a clock. I get up when I want to. And that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe sometimes a Thursday if I do a concert show and I only got one show, which is on a Friday or a Saturday. So, but let's go with the norm. At least three days out of seven. I don't work because I'm off. You punch a clock. Five days a week, you go through a mundane routine over and over and over. I can fuck off three days a week and do whatever the fuck I want to do. And then when I do work Thursday through Sunday, pretty much I get up early, do a little bit of press, come back, hibernate the whole day. Get up, shower, go work for maybe two hours a night. For two shows on a Friday, Saturday, one hour on Thursday, one hour on Sunday. Then when I'm off the clock, I go to a club, I go to a bar. More than likely, the bartender knows me. I drink for free. I might eat for free. Occasionally get some pussy. And on some shows, I make more on a weekend than you niggas make it a year. Falling off to what? Come on, man. Go look in the mirror. Get up right now. Get up right now. If you're not living your dream, get up right now. Go in the bathroom. Lock the door. Look in the mirror. Have 10 minutes of silence where you just stare in that mirror. And then after the 10th minute, you say, I am somebody. And go for your dream. It sounded a little too house party-ish for me right there. No, no. Some motherfuckers need reflection. Yeah, but they're never going to get it, man. They're not going to get it because they don't understand. <sighs> Look, I've made mistakes along the way. Sure, indeed. We all made mistakes. You know, and trying to, to figure out what it is you want to do and how to get there. Yes, I've made some terrible fucking mistakes. But, you know, you got to make the mistakes to reach perfection. 
Which is unattainable. So you got to keep reaching. Well, I mean, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I but, mean you're gonna, perfection, yeah but, but you're going to perfection. But you're going to keep making mistakes. Is the point of that? Because you're always going to keep trying. We're always getting better. You know, I saw something interesting. I was watching uh, before you came here the Vlad TV interview with Phil Lamar, and he was talking about uh, acting and being an actor, and he considered himself a middle class actor. And a lot of what I've been accused of in terms of bitterness and angry, and it's crazy because here's the difference between me and most people. Phil did a part where he was talking about rappers in movies. Um, and he was trying as hard as he could to politically walk that minefield where he wanted to say what was on his mind. He wanted to be honest. But at the same time, too much honesty gets you in trouble. But you could see that you could see it in his eyes. You could see it on his face where he was frustrated. But he was trying not to show he was frustrated when he was talking about rappers getting parts in movies. And of course, I'm reading the comments, and there's the expected. Oh, you bitter, you angry. It's amazing when people say you are bitter and angry. First of all, from a, from a position being on the outside looking in, you don't do this hustle. You don't know this hustle called show business. But picture this. You spend your whole life putting in your time, your blood, sweat, tears. You eat this. You live this. You breathe this. You think this. You have a skill set qualifying you to do this. And because the politics of show business, here comes a rapper who gets a part over you. Not because they have the skill set. They have the name. They have a certain amount of followers. And Hollywood's idea is that popularity translates into success. Ticket sales. This, ticket sales. Which I think is a disrespect to the general public. Because while there may be some people that will follow their favorite rapper into a comedy, into a drama because of who they are, I think most people know the difference and respect the art form and acting is an art form. Comedy is an art form, just like rapping is its own art form, which I respect to the umpteenth degree. But you put your life in this thing. I, I remember one time I tried to go to this acting school and I know I'm going to fuck this legendary actor teacher's name up. Strakowski, Str Str something with the straw and the Oskies. But he was a really famous acting teacher. De Niro and Pacino both went to his school. So imagine you pay all the money to attend that school. You go through all the training to lose a part to a guy who does not have the skill set. And this is how you eat. This is how you pay your bills. This is how you put your kids through college. This is how you survive. I am a comic. You are a comic. We eat, sleep, breathe, and get abused by this shit, trying to be better. And then I got to look up and see Ludacris in a fucking comedy opposite Vince Vaughn. Now, the diehard Luda fans will call me bitter. They will call me a hater. But there is absolute fact to what I'm saying right now. As a, It's almost like this. If I were a rapper or you were a singer and you went into the studio and you heard a beat, that made you make the stank face. You bobbing your head. You go, who the fuck came up with that? Man, I got to spit to that. You pull out your pen. You pull out your pad. You start writing. You inspired. That beat is food for thought. And you got the skill set to know, nigga, with that beat and my flow and my lyrics, this is a hit. It's the same thing with comedy. If I'm sitting there going, yo, that's Vince Vaughn. Or that's whoever, insert whatever famous comedian. Wow, if I could get that part and do that scene. And it's already funny. But now I know comedically I have the skill set to bring this to it. It's like playing pickup ball with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a fellow great ball player. You may not be pro level, but you're damn close. Now you playing pickup ball with Jordan, with LeBron. Oh, I can't wait to make magic on the court. 
I'm a dish and I'm gonna do this behind the back, through the legs, no look, and they gonna give it back to me, alley oop. We 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 about to make magic. But you don't get that chance because Ludacris is doing a comedy and he don't have the skill set. Yeah, that bothers me. So you didn't like Ludacris in any of the in those car movies? We talk about the Fast and the Furious, yeah. but those weren't comedies. No, but even still, someone lost a job, right? Even still, to a guy who might have been a thespian actor, who thought what I could bring to that as an actor. Okay, there you go. There you go. And I, I just, you know, I don't understand why people are so quick to want to label you bitter and angry without understanding this is our livelihood. This is how we survive. This is how we make a name for ourselves because work gets work. Right. But some people make the transition. You don't like Ice-T in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in SVU or the... What? Listen, I got love for Ice and respect for Ice. Ice follows me on Twitter and every now and then we conversate. So I don't want to shit on Ice-T. And I'm not even saying Ice is bad. He was, he was the shit in New Jack City. Yeah. I think he's great on Law & Order. Um, so, of course, there are exceptions to the rules. But some of these guys get these parts. Look, I'm not going to say the name because that puts me in a whole different heap of trouble. But one of the most popular rappers that act in movies is so fucking talent-wise overrated. It blows my mind. Absolutely no range, no depth. He's the same in every fucking movie. The same face in every fucking movie. There's two of these guys I could name, but I won't. And I'm just like, meanwhile, you go out on auditions, losing parts and burying your ass to constantly hear you're not good enough. You're not this enough. But yet you scratching your head going, how are these motherfuckers getting these movies that require depth and range? But I'm looking at the same tone for an hour and a half. Because they sell tickets, man. Same with comedy. There's, there's funny comics that aren't working uh, improvs because they don't sell tickets. But they don't sell tickets because in order for you to sell tickets, you have to have body of work that is put out there for people to know who you are to sell tickets. Yeah, but eventually, I mean, especially. That's a totally different thing. Especially now. But no, but there's, 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 there's comics that have beat that. Sebastian Moniscalco's never had any, any big part in any, anything. I know, but Sebastian. To his credit, put the work in. Is not only put the work in. He's a funny motherfucker. So what he did do was his stand-up somehow went viral on YouTube, and that's what opened the door for him. So he still his skill set is what put him in the position to be able to do what to he's be doing. able to do what he's doing. I'm simply talking about guys who are getting in position who don't have the skill set but just have the name. The guys who are not working the improvs yet only aren't working yet because they haven't gotten the work to put them in position to work. Right. Work begets work. But what's happened now is there's a transition in entertainment. Um, there used to be supermodels. Do you remember in the 80s and early 90s, we had Christy Turlington. We had all these. Uh, Christy Turlington was my favorite. That's the only reason I remember her right off the top. Um, uh, Cindy, uh, I don't even know her name now. I know who you're talking about. All the, all these supermodels. They right. don't have supermodels like that anymore because they just use actresses. Because people use people that sell. Because as you said, work begets work. Right. Fame begets fame. Right. So if you have a famous person, you can just fucking put them in, insert here, and make your money back. That's all everybody's interested in is making their money. Yeah. You know, it's again. I, this is a dog chasing its tail kind of business. You right know, now. It, it is. And, and, and I think that the, the most disappointing part about this, and I still believe that once you get to a certain place of success, power and stature, basically you become boss. You are the boss. Ain't nobody telling really too much Eddie Murphy what to do. Ain't nobody telling Robert De Niro and Pacino and Julia Roberts what to do, even though technically the people that sign their checks, the head of the studios, they're the boss. But because they generate the kind of money for the studios, they got that kind of leeway. It's like this with stand-up. When I say I don't have a boss, technically, the people that hire me to do this club, do these clubs and these venues, 
if you really want to be technical, you could go there, my boss, because they're hiring me. They don't have to bring me back if they don't want. Yes, I have to be attend the show at a certain time, but they are not going to come at me like they come at their servers, aka employees. Right? Punch the clock, kiss table, clean this up, do this, or you're fired. Because they need me. It's a partnership. It's boss. a partnership. If I don't come do their sh- their show, they don't make the kind of money they make. If I don't fill up the, the the seats and the stands, guess what? All that drink money, all that food money, that's a big loss. And to pay that high ass rent, they need motherfuckers who can produce. So it's a partnership. Me- meaning, I can't go in there and go, "Yes, I'm the shit. Suck my dick." Because you know. But they can't come at me and go, nigga, move. It's a mutual, hey, I'm the star, so I get a certain kind of leeway. But you're hiring me, so I respect it. So, you know, I believe that once you attain a certain level of success, yes, the, the bullshit in the politics you have to endure is next to none. But until you get there, the amount of shit you got to eat to get there, it's a soul killer. It's a spirit killer because you naively want to believe that, hey, like I once did and like most people do when they get in this, you just show up, you have fun on set, you make millions of dollars and your life is Candyland. It can get to that point. But until you get to that point, this shit is bullshit, politics, rejection, unfairness, racism, it's every dirty part of the trough that you could ever imagine that you got to eat. And it stinks. It fucking stinks. There have been times when I've gone on set and my naive thinking, ready to play, ready to have fun. And then when you deal with the shit you got to deal with, you go, damn, it's like this. It It steals your thunder, man. It steals your fucking thunder. But it be what it be. You, you, you got to fight through it to get to the, to get to the promised land. And that's why it's funny when people go, oh, you're making it. Like he, oh, you, you, you've, it's, these are all hurdles. Right. There's very few people that make it to that realm that you're talking about, right. though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, in perspective, I'm making it, and I'm living my dream, and I'm doing, I'm not living the average life, and I'm in a good place. But in terms of where I want to be, I'm not making it. But I'm making it. Yeah, you're you're making it, and you're getting paid well to do what you're doing, but you're not at that level that you want that that, that next level, that next hurdle. Right. And, And that's the hard part for people. to. I don't think people always understand that. I think that they think once they see you on TV or they see that you have something that, you know, oh, you made it. They don't understand how much work comes to just staying right. right where that part is right and to continue, maintaining that yeah, right and to continue to get and to work to go to that next level right so so far we know hollywood is rough and if you can't sell tickets they'll find someone that can doesn't make a difference if they have the uh uh the experience or the background to be able to pull I, it off i just i just wish they wouldn't sell and i and and you know Again, people will tell you it's show business and the business is bigger than the show. But I almost hate that because it's almost like they downplay the show as though that's not a main reason the business exists. Without good show, you don't have good business. No, but and, and, and to sit there and downplay talent and people that really have what it takes because you want to go, well, how many fucking Instagram and uh, Twitter followers they have? You, 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 you're sliding... The, the show part of this, the talent part of this, which in and of itself helps the business. Yeah, but they don't. The, the people who run this business, they don't care about. They care how many action figures they're going to sell after the movie comes out. And I get that, but don't put the fucking cart before the horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can make somebody, and you can make them sell action figures instead of just worrying about who can sell an action figure today. There it is. Where are we at? That's already. I told you this was going to be yeah the meat and potatoes of this shit. And I and I and I told you the other day, looking kind of thin. I don't really know when I'm a no. But this and then is, I got passionate because 
All these black bitches came at me like Sosa's men. But don't, you at don't, the end of Scarface. But you can't just blame the women. Even dudes were coming at you with it, you said. Yeah, but you know, some niggas like to tuck their dick between their thighs. Now, that's the, the femme males. Yeah. The, fe- the feminist ma- males. Yeah, yeah. That are trying to go back to where to get the pussy. Like, I just don't understand how as a dude, you don't think dude first and go, I get where you're coming from. Even if you don't agree with because, me. Because, like I just said, they're going back to where to get pussy. They're trying to be relate and be that higher evolved male. To find that woman, that that other kind of woman, right, dude. It, this is so okay. Since we're talking about this a little bit, I mean, I don't have all of this. I have just the initial part that came in. And just so you know, I'm officially done ranting. Okay. So whatever it is you want to address. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up because it fits into what we're talking about today. Is uh, not entirely. It just fits in the same vein. Is the Chris Hardwick situation? Right. Uh, now I didn't hear his apology. I didn't. I haven't listened to it yet. So I, I don't know what he took responsibility for another man whose career has been stripped from him based on allegations and and no uh uh due process yeah and and when you say rip from him even what he did with what starting the the nerdist he's been taken off the 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 mass for that he's not even listed as the founder anymore until further investigation and uh his ex-girlfriend that accused him um, says that she has proof, and if he comes at her, then she'll put out the proof. So by that being said, just by that being said, which is fine, uh, we all have um, places that we have to view things, but just from that statement that she has proof and she will put it out there if he comes at her, all this has been taken away without proof. What they're right. saying is there's, that she has it, and she's not going to put it out there, but he loses all. so why not put it out there because it's all been taken away from him anyway right so why aren't we going to go ahead and say what's happened or maybe she wants him to say what what's happened right but i read something very interesting because i saw this thread of people talking and uh someone said something about chris hardwick and someone else responded negatively saying that you know i like this dude i don't know what the i don't completely understand the issues and someone else went back and said, how, how could you take a side? This is, this is what's happened and what has happened. And then they said something about him. This was two guys fighting about Chris Hardwick. And then this guy's girlfriend that started this whole thing said, I don't know how you could talk about uh, this gentleman, the guy who started the, the, the thread. He said, he, uh, he's a very good man. He's been good to me. Uh, my whole relationship, he doesn't, uh, he's not aggressive, and he always includes me on all conversations before we do anything together. Okay, that's fine. But that's what her experience is with this one guy that she's defending. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is to ask this question. That was her experience with the person that she's defending. What if this person had a bad relationship before? For whatever reason, the two people didn't get along. There was some fire in the relationship, and there was some things that were transgressions that were that could be uh, painful to actually put out. But the two, that couple split up, and they learned from each other, and they moved on. And now he's in a great relationship, and he's doing... And what happens if that girl that he was dating before now comes out and says all this bad stuff about him. Does the girl take back everything that she said about him? Do we not grow as men, as men in our relationships? Do we not grow and become better men? Do we, is there a point where we grow and we become better human beings, but we have made mistakes in our past that we have both looked at the other person and had mis- made mistakes with them? Do any time that, that the, the, the female wants to come up and shout all that stuff out, even if we become better men? Even if we have improved our lives, even if we've taken steps to become better, even if that relationship had made that other person better, because that's what growing in a relationship does. Sometimes you grow out of the relationship because you both grow. But because of that, if she shouts out that I'm an asshole and I did these things, am I done? Am I done? Even if I've improved, if I've grown, how long? What is the statutory, uh, the, statu- uh, uh, the limit of the... Uh, the statutory, the limit of statutation? We all know what the fuck we mean. Yeah. How, how long? How long is it? it like, if I did something 25 years ago uh, that I'm not proud of, but someone puts it out there, does that ruin everything that I've done since then? And in the relationship I am now, is that supposed to be over? What, what is it? Where are we going? Statue of limitations. Statue of limitations. Yeah. Statute of limitations. Statute, yeah. Of limitations. Thank you. Uh, but where are we going? Where are we going with this? How far does this go? 
Listen, if we knew the exact date when Kevin Spacey had condemned himself, the day he comes back, there's your measuring stick. That's when it's over? That's when it's over. That's, that's, that's when you can go, okay, that's the Kevin Spacey time. And he did well, what is the most uh, horrendous thing imaginable, right? Wasn't it a young dude he fucked with? Yeah, but he was, he was just wrestling. Okay. He was his MMA in. All right. But still, when Kevin Spacey comes back, from the time he was doomed to the time he's back, there's your measuring stick. I, I just don't understand. I, I, listen, I, I think that if we all have done things in the past, we, we are responsible for those. And we do respond. We have been responsible. We, we have grown as people. And our job is to become better people every day. We're supposed to be better than we were the next day. But when when is this going to yeah that's, that's when you're in a personal relationship with someone and you two are both fiery people and something goes wrong right do you owe that for the rest of your life is that held against you over the top of you for the rest of your life yes and no you know listen i'm a fiery dude my one of the reasons why I'm no longer with my first daughter's mother is because we've outgrown each other or I've outgrown her. And and maybe she in some way she outgrew me. But, you know, I tried as hard as I could over and over to make it work. But I really didn't try. Like I like I'm 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 not I'm not good on change. Once I get comfortable, I'm comfortable. Which is part of the reason why I get lazy and it's hard for me to write new material because once I get comfortable and I like what I'm doing and I got a rhythm, I don't want to change it. But, you know, I've been associated with that bro for almost 20 years. So the idea of not having what was familiar to me in my life anymore was scary to me, even though I knew I'm not the same dude I was when I met her. I don't like the things that I used to like. We've out, I'm outgrowing it. And I think, again, in ways she probably outgrew me too, but because 20 years is a long fucking time, we had both become relationship institutionalized. We probably both knew it was best for us to do other things, but this is what we were used to. So even though my mind told me to be a better person, to grow, you need to accept this. You need to be open to this. You need to try and put the effort in for this. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it because the passion wasn't there. Meanwhile, my second baby mom slash who's my wife slash crazy Puerto Rican bitch is just like me. We fiery motherfuckers. And while that can be at times dangerous, it also is exciting because we don't we don't stay mad long. She's still a woman, which means she's still gonna rub my nose and shit from yonder year. But that's some female shit. But as quick as we could be in each other's face, fuck you, no fuck you. Cut to two minutes later in the bedroom. Oh, oh, fuck you, no fuck you. It's, you know, I you know, I got a problem, man. You know, I like a fiery, feisty, spicy bitch. Um, so to answer your question, yes and no. I just got, it might, it might, there are certain traits that female-wise will always be uh, there, no matter what, because that's just part of the female DNA. But every broad is a little different in a, in a sense. So, you know. I just, I, you know, all this too, and I, I, this retroactive retribution. Listen, Chris Hardwick, I don't care if it comes out tomorrow that he was the worst person in the world. He did everything that she said, and she puts out things that were, were horrible. He still started the Nerdist. Now, I'm not saying that he's special because he started the Nerdist. I'm saying he started the Nerdist. Right. So, no matter what you do, no matter how you put it together, he started the Nerdist. All right. You can't change that part of history. Listen, I, R. Kelly blocked me on Twitter because I made a joke about him and the girls fucking the young girls. And it seems like, again, the R. Kelly's of the world, the Bill Cosby's of the world, the Michael Jackson's of the world. That's one of the unfortunate upside. I won't use upside because it's unfortunate, but that's one of the unfortunate things about being famous is that when you when you make a hit, when you've played an indelible, you've left an indelible mark.
on people's lives based on your body of work, when you've created memories for people, people look past the fact that you piss on kids. People look past the fact that you may be drugging bitches. People look past the fact that Mike might like to sleep with kids. You know, if it was if 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 Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, and R. Kelly, you know, worked at you know a shoe store, was a carpenter, or was a mechanic, them niggas be called for their heads to be on a swivel. Well, no, because Michael Jackson was working in a shoe store, people wouldn't give their kids to him to take over to his house, and in the first place. Either or. I'm just saying there's a lot more that goes into this. Like, people just want to make it. it you either, right now, today, it's either like you're good or bad. The truth is, none of us, none of us, some are bad, but none of us are good all the time. Of course We've not. We've all done some bad shit. Of course not. But we, 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 you, and when you say bad, you know, bad is relative. You know, and right. bad not meaning we all haven't broken the law. Right. But we've all done some shit that, that morally may have been bad. That we would want to take back. How's that? Right. We've all done something that we would love to take back or right. to change or to do it in a different way. Right. So for us to be holding everybody accountable on a, on, a, on, a, on a lane that none of us could ride in is unbelievable to me. Well, I just think, again, the saddest part about it is that you are convicted in a court of, of opinion without due process. And it, it's one thing if you're going to judge me and the only thing that I'm going to suffer from your judgment is that. Just your judgment, that'd be one thing. But to take away somebody's livelihood and the ability to make money and feed their family based on an allegation that has yet to be proven, that, that's wrong. But even if you are, even if somebody brings some charges against you and you are convicted, you aren't removed from society. We want to remove these people like they don't exist. People make mistakes. I'm not saying that what they did should be forgiven and should be looked at the other way and that these women are wrong for saying it. I'm saying society is wrong for not saying, okay, this dude fucked up. We need to, he needs to be punished for whatever way that we're going to do the punishment. Right. But it does, but, but a murderer can get out of jail and still have a job and a life. Yeah, but I, I, that's a different playground. If you murder somebody, I don't even think you should have a job at a life. I'm just saying. I don't think you should ever get out of jail. I'm just saying, it's, but it's the way that it is. What if it's accidental? You didn't mean to kill well, That's different, Whatever, though. but they get out of jail. But that's different, you, though. It, if it's self-defense. No, if, if it's something you went to jail for, it might be accidental, but it still was your fault. What do you mean accidental? Uh, what, what they call uh, manslaughter. But give me an example of accident. I got fucked up and I drove my car and I and I killed somebody. That's manslaughter. You didn't yeah, intend to kill the person. But you know getting in your car drunk is wrong. Yeah, but you go to jail, you do whatever amount of years they tell you to, nah, and you're allowed to go have nah, a life. Well, I don't agree with that. Okay, but you because still you, are. I know, but I don't agree with it. You 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 know that's like saying, dude, I played with a loaded gun and accidentally okay. shot myself. You, you shouldn't be playing with a loaded gun. Okay, so all that being said, and you don't agree with it, and that is fine. You don't agree with it. But that guy still has that opportunity. This guy, who may have had an argument with his girlfriend, may have even, let's say he punched her. I'm not saying he did. I'm not even talking about, I'm not talking about whoever I was just right. talking about. I'm just saying in a relationship, right. a guy punches a woman. Right. And they break up, and then two years later, he becomes famous. And she throws that out there that he punched her, and then he loses his career. That was two years ago. We got to get off this because we got to get be done here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Here, I want to end this on one thing that I think it, I don't want to stay on this negative thing. And I just want to say this before women: I wasn't saying that people who do the wrong things don't deserve to be outed. I just don't think that they deserve to have everything taken away, even if you do something wrong and you're taken to court. There is penalties, and I don't think that the penalties right the, now... The, the punishment, the should, I think, should fit, fit the crime, crime, but I definitely think it's wrong for a person's livelihood to be taken away based on just an allegation. Because they also have a family that... If they they also have a family and they have kids that are going to suffer or they have a, right a, a, anyway we can get into this more some other time. All right. So I, as we sign off, uh, for the record, let me put my disclaimer on something. Okay. To all you who is, I love you. I really, really do. Uh, don't think that I'm shaming women or uh, women bashing, but some of you bitches need to get over yourselves. Really. Uh, shit. There it is. Okay, just before we go so we can have something nice, I just want to know. Kawhi Leonard said that he doesn't want to play, or that's what's come out, that he doesn't want right. to play in San Antonio. Do you think he made a call to uh, to King James? I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see.
because we talked about that. If, mm-hmm. if, if it was Leonard and James on one team, yeah, with just uh, some people that had the ability to pass the ball and make a few baskets. Leonard, Paul George, and LeBron at the Lakers, along with Ingram, Randall, and Ball. I don't think it happens. But if it does, I don't think it happens. I think that whole thing with I think they're too young, and I don't think that those dudes want to deal with them, especially LeBron. Stay tuned. Listen on that. Note. Come on, come on to Phoenix. Yeah, guys, Andy uh, Comedy. Dot com. All my social media is at the top. You can find me there. Please uh, uh, rate and like this podcast uh, or subscribe to our podcast. We'd appreciate it. We need to grow this thing. Um, if it's not up already, it will be very soon. My new revamped website, AeriSpears.com, or go to Spearsburg.com, S-P-E-A-R-S-B-E-R-G.com. Uh, for all information regarding the podcast, Pandora, Aries Spears, YouTube, Aries Spears, Twitter, in a couple of days, a couple hours, your boy will be back. Um, Baltimore. Instagram, Aries Spears, official uh, Facebook, Aries Spears. And yes, Baltimore next week, Comedy Factory. I think I might not go fuck with Norma Jeans. We're just going to stay in the uh, inner the inner I, loop? I, the inner- I, I think either stay in the inner loop, but I think I'm going to make a, a conscious effort, as we talked about growth, to be a better husband and not be in the strip club. Uh, might go Thursday, that one night. But then after that, I think I'm going to behave. I'm down with that. I, I, I need to rest, man. I'm too old. I'm old, too. So I got I, tired I this week. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, my balls are heavy, too. Happy Father's Day, Eric. Thank you, sir. Happy Father's Day to you. How are your balls? Tired. All right.